Today is Wednesday, July 25th, 2018, and I figured it was time for an update. Looks like we have a mediation date on the calendar um, for Mike and I to get with a mediator and work through the things that we can't agree to. I'm not even sure what those things are yet, but our mediation is set for September 27th um, with a mediator in Austin. Um, I think my attorney's office selected him, but I think there was a list that they got to pick from, but I'll be spending um, a couple of hours with my attorney earlier in that week to go over stuff, but right now they're my attorney's office is putting together a spreadsheet of assets and liabilities uh, so we know exactly where we stand and um, figuring all of that out should be very helpful because uh, I think Mike and I agree on a lot of things and there's going to be a couple sticking points and they're just about money. I think one point that's going to be difficult to mediate will be his stock options he has a lot of stock options that are going to need to be divided uh, that are considered community property. So we'll need to work through those because that, that's a little bit of a hairy situation because stock options, I, I don't even fully understand how they work, but I know that some of them have value today, some will have value tomorrow, some will vest at some point in the future. So that all has to be worked out. And in the meantime, other updates. My daughter still isn't really talking to me. Um, she and my son have been spending the summer out at Mike's on the farm. And I've been going out there now and then, not as often as I would like, but I'm just trying to give Tori her space. But I have been doing a lot of thinking about my daughter and what's happening She's still rejecting me. I'm still cut off from... I cannot call or text her. She doesn't respond to emails or anything. Um, and, you know, when I come into the room, she leaves. She clearly doesn't want to be anywhere near me. And she's telling me and my son is telling me and Mike is telling me that this has to do with her childhood and how hard I was on her during her childhood and I'm calling bullshit on that that's just not true I was a loving and supportive parent yes I had expectations I expected homework to be done I expected uh, my kids to make good grades to be respectful of their teachers to always do their best but I never was over the top with expectations or discipline I never spanked my kids I think I spanked my son one time that was it. I never yelled at them. I never threw things. I never whipped them with wire hangers. I, I think I was pretty much of a pushover. I was, I was a strict parent, but in comparison to some other parents that uh, my kids' friends have, um, pretty average. So this is not about me being hard on my daughter during her childhood. I was never harder on my daughter than, than she was on herself. I think the reason that she's rejecting me has everything to do with the separation and the divorce that's coming. It doesn't have anything to do with her childhood. She, did, she had an idyllic childhood. 
She had love, support, education, safety. She was never abandoned. She had everything she wanted. The best lessons, the best tutors, beautiful house, lots of friends. This is not about her childhood. And the longer we facilitate her belief in that, the more damage that we're doing. It's it's bullshit. I think all of this is stemming from the separation and the divorce. We really didn't handle it great. And um, I think we're seeing that play itself out in hurt that she's feeling. When Mike and I decided to separate, we didn't, we really didn't sit our kids down and talk through it with them. We didn't even know what we were doing or what we wanted to do. So we didn't articulate anything for them. We, it wasn't clear in our own minds. You know, as two communications professionals, you'd think we would have had our act together a little bit better, but we didn't. We should have sat down, decided between the two of us what we were going to tell our kids, develop some messages. I mean, literally, like, give them the wording that they would need to tell people. We didn't do that. And our kids end up ended up fending for themselves, meaning... You know, when their friends or other people would find out that their parents were no longer living together, we left our two little kids responsible for explaining it to the world themselves. We did not equip them with what to say. Like, if your friends ask, and they will, here's what you should say, that your parents are taking some time apart and trying to decide, you know, if they want to live together or not, if they want to remain a married couple or just friends. You know, we didn't we didn't give them that messaging and that hurt our kids. They didn't know what the hell to say. They were little. They, well, they weren't little, but they were, you know, let's see, we've been separated five years. So Tori was, you know, 14 and my son was 10. We, we should have given them the language they needed. The other thing that, um, I think I did wrong as a parent was I really shielded my daughter from any conflict. I fought all of her battles. I protected her from any strife that happens naturally in life. And I think I really, um, deprived her from opportunities to learn how to deal with conflict. And, um, looking back, I, I'm not entirely sure what I would do different, but I would try to do some things different, you know, be more of a listener rather than taking action all the time. Like my daughter, when she would come to me with problems or things she needed, I just, I was very proactive instead of kind of letting her solve things for herself. I did all the solving that did not help her, especially when she got to college and, and had a passive aggressive roommate, uh, and, and she didn't know how to handle it. Uh, so those two things I'll definitely own. And I think something else that um, I would say I did wrong was I really did not show my children really very much about the pain that I was having. I shouldn't I shouldn't have hidden and masked my pain so much. I was devastated by my separation. I still am. I'm still devastated by my separation and my divorce. I never wanted to be a divorced person. I thought I would be married to Mike the rest of my life. And I was embarrassed. I'm still humiliated and embarrassed that my marriage failed. It's a it's a real bummer. It's not it's not what I wanted. 
And I hid from my kids a lot of the pain and the suffering that I was feeling. And and I should have let them see some of that. Maybe not all of my deep, dark despair. But I should have let them see the real me, the the human suffering, the, the upset, the disappointment. And I, I hid that from them and I acted happy all the time. Um, very rarely did I talk about how I was feeling about all of this. And you know, when I would kind of bring it up, they didn't want to hear it, um, even though they probably needed to. So, I, you know, I had, I had a lot of excuses not to take up a lot of time talking about it, but I I don't think I did them any favors there. So these are just some of the things that I've come up with over the last, you know, few months that I've been kind of soul searching on why my daughter's not talking to me and, and, and what's going on. I think that she's just unable to articulate what's wrong. She's feeling pain. She probably doesn't know why she can't spell it out. And it's the most accessible thing to her is her childhood. And I'm sure I disappointed her when, when she was a child. I'm sure I let her down. I mean, clearly me calling, pretending to call Santa Claus, uh, upset her very much. She's still talking about it, you know, all these years later. And the time I forced her to take matching pajamas to a sleepover, you know, she's reaching, she's grasping for straws and she, she brings up those things. Um, cause she, I think she doesn't know what else to say. She doesn't know what else is hurting her. She can't say the things that, um, I've just spelled out. It's taken me years to uncover what I've just described. How could I expect a 19 year old to come up with all of that? And I really would like the opportunity to talk to my daughter about all of this. I've started writing her a letter. I don't think she'll read it. But what I'm hoping is, is that before she leaves for college, I can sit her down and talk to her. And, and I'm going to tell her, you, you don't have to talk. You don't have to say anything. But here's what I think is happening and has happened. And I am sorry for these things. I'm sorry for you know, always being proactive and never letting you fight your own battles, you know, and, and I'm sorry that, that your dad and I didn't know how to break the news to you in a way that you could cope with and cope with the outside world. We didn't give you the messaging around it. We didn't tell you what to tell the world. We should have done that as parents. We should have done that. My gosh, Mike and I are both communication majors. We both our communicators professionally. And we failed on that front. I hold us both responsible for that. But it's not too late. It's still not too late to do that. I mean, my daughter's 19, my son is 16. Um, and I, I need to do that. I'm actually headed right now to the eye doctor to pick up my son's eyeglasses. He's 16 and just now needing glasses, barely. The eye doctor said he probably just needs them when he drives at night. But Um, I'm amazed that he escaped getting glasses for all these years because Mike and I both had terrible vision. We've both had LASIK surgery um, and our daughter wears contact lenses. But um, another bit of information is that one of my very best friends um, who had moved off to Portland has now moved back to Austin. And so she's back in my life again. And her son and my daughter are friends 
her son and my daughter and my son are friends. And she saw my daughter over the weekend and talked with her a lot and got to hear all about Tori's college and everything she's doing. And literally, Tori tells other people all these wonderful details about being off at college and what she's doing. And she tells me nothing, zero. I have not heard one nugget of information about what she's learned at school um, or anything like that. And she's, you know, telling other people this stuff. And it just makes me so sad. I feel so completely cut off and disconnected from her. It's devastating. It is by far the worst despair and grief and suffering I've ever had in my entire life. And I've had some pretty bad times. This this doesn't even compare. It's so painful. Um, it's hard not to just break down every single day. I try to keep a positive outlook. I try to find positive things to do in my life. I have my band. I have friends. And I... I try to just live my life every day. I'm responsible for my own happiness at the end of the day. And my daughter may cut me off forever. In fact, I, I went online and I read all of these articles for, about this very topic, how parents are devastated. They don't really understand why or how they were cut out of their kids' lives, but it happens to people all the time, thousands of them across the country. And I read the, the saddest, most pathetic stories uh, online, all about this very topic. And um, I don't know, maybe I should join a support group or something. I don't know. And I still see my counselor who tells me just to back off and, um, you know, let Tori have her space. He said, let whatever old relationship exists die in her mind and let her take the wheel on the new relationship, the new independent one. But um, I'm, I'm really going to try hard to find an opportunity to talk to my daughter in the next few weeks uh, before she goes back to college. I, I really don't feel like I can go on like this with so much pain. It's horrible. I dream about her almost every night. I think about her all throughout the day. Sometimes it hurts me so much. It feels like I've swallowed acid. I mean, it really does. It's taking a physical toll, and um, I have to take medicine at night to help me sleep every night. Otherwise, I toss and turn and just think about her and what's happening. Um, it's made things very stressful on the family, much worse than they ever had to be, but I only have myself and Mike to blame for that. So that's the update for now. <laughs>